So when did you get back? We got back yesterday. So I did the show sitting right by the lake. It was so much fun. And then and then got in the car and came right back home. Oh, so you were home all yesterday. Yeah, I was home all day yesterday. Cool. Yes. <clears throat> yes, yes. It was beautiful there. We were at Rocky Mount, which is a side of Lake of the Ozarks I had never been. It was really fun. What mile marker is that? Do you know? <sighs> I have no idea. It's like way down there. It's not like, you know, where Bagnell Dam and all yeah, that. It's like 1 to that. 10. Yeah, Rocky Mountain. It's actually faster to get there. You go through Jeff City and you're like right there. It's closer than going to like Lake Ozark or Osage Beach. But it's very rural, very country. So even the little mini marts and stuff like that were, you know, right up my alley with all the patriotism and all that going on. And all hey, Mary Jo, good morning to you. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Bendy. Good morning, Trisha and Lizzie. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, you're Lizzie. fine. You're good. I got all this stuff here. I love how Angie always comes on from the UK. Yeah, but she says good afternoon, and I'm like, what? I'm yeah, it always blows morning. me away. Like, what? Did I sleep in? Mm -hmm. Happy Taco Tuesday, Nancy. Yeah, welcome to the show before the show. Good morning to Jay and Michelle, of course, Angie and Nancy, Kimberly, Anthony. Appreciate you guys. Um... I don't know if you guys have seen our new videos or not, but we got a lot of really good editing. Of it. I mean, we're all over the place. It's so fun. We have yeah, a lot. You're like, <laughs> I, I love watching it because I love to talk to people. And Instagram is blowing up with some haters, and it's hysterical. We have just as many great people. Lovers, haters. Lovers, haters, all of them. It's great. <laughs> these these little clips, well, people are all really over. We've done Instagram. Now we're like really pushing Instagram. Yes, and it's people are really liking to talk on Instagram after the show. Well, we're not on TikTok yet. We need to do more on TikTok. We do need to do more on TikTok, for I was sure. trying to take the videos from Instagram and Facebook that we yes. Have. And take them over to TikTok, and I can't figure it out. I don't know that we can do it yet. I tried to do it too, and it's not letting us. So that's probably something we need to talk about with Joe or Alex. But I think TikTok would be great. There's some funny stuff we have going on. But we do have a lot of those videos, and they're really well done. Alex, and then uh, a terrific intern um, as well, Chase. Um, it's going to be just, great, yes. Yeah. Just loving it, loving it, loving it. So you can check those out, our, our videos. You can share them on Instagram, on Facebook. That's how we, we promote the show and get things rocking and rolling. They're really good. And hell, if Tabitha's happy, dear God, you know something's going right. Yeah, Tabitha's pretty <laughs> happy with them. And she looks really pretty on them. She She's looks not good. not complaining or anything. No, it's they're great. Good. It's all good. Uh, all right, we'll go ahead. It's the show before the show. We'll go ahead and uh, get it started here with Cancel This. <laughs> Drew.
Joe, are we ready to rock today or what, dude? Joe's excited. Joe. It's been one of those days. No, it's not one of those days. We can't it show up and say, it won't be Joe, anymore, I promise. It's, no, it can't be one of those days. <laughs> All right? Can't be. Are we ready, Joe? We are. You don't drink coffee. I don't. You need I to need start. To. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, start drinking the coffee. I, do. I seriously do. I, I don't either, I, but we probably both need to, Joe. Hey, Joe, let's do the intro again. Okay. We're going to start it over okay. on this Tuesday. Sounds good. All right. And welcome into cancel this cancel this show.com. Hey, Nicole Jenkins, our good friend. She says good morning to such an amazing crew of people. And of course, we welcome everybody in that we can at least see right now. Angie, Aaron, and Trisha, of course. And Anthony says, never trust anybody that does not drink coffee. I heard that before. Before I drank coffee, I used to look at it and go, really? I don't drink coffee. And then now that I do, I'm like, yep, I, I agree with it. I used to drink <laughs> coffee on a daily basis until, well, the whole heart thing, which uh, but there a was a thing we have a, a cardiologist coming in. But there was no heart thing, right? You were fine. Yeah. Well, that's what they were telling me is there was a heart thing. I'm but there wasn't. But there wasn't, apparently. Do you feel different? Have you been able to get that out of your mind yet? Not, not necessarily. No, I haven't gone for my follow-up appointment yet, so they haven't completely released me, and they're not answering questions. So I have no idea exactly what's going on right now. All right, we appreciate it. Thanks for the update. You're going to be fine. You're going to be good. Thanks. We have that there. Uh, Jay jumps in and says, "Hey, the rumor is they're going to be requesting Trump be detained today." Um, interesting. We'll talk about it all a little bit later. Coming up on the show, you brought up Doc. 815. Uh, our new friend, Dr. Gil Vardy, uh, we had him in last week, uh, one of the Midwest St. Louis area's top cardiologists will come in, try to talk some heart health with you. Um, who was it that wanted me to ask him about long COVID? Was that Tabitha or was that you? No, it was Tabitha, but okay. I agree with her. But Just, just what the effects are. Yeah, anyway, we, the effects? We'll get into that with him. We got about a 10 minute segment with him. Coming up at 930 today, let's get the perspective of the younger people, maybe the 30 and unders. Um, we're going to be uh, talking with the president of the Missouri Young Republicans Association, and they're connected all across the country with what they do. What's moving the needle? What do the younger people care about? Uh, Frank will be in studio today to join us live. We'll talk with him about that. The FBI documents are saying that Burisma executive, at least one, according to Senator Grassley, recorded conversations with the Biden crime family. Hell, remember when we thought the Clintons were the crime family? The Bidens are making them look like amateurs. Uh, it continues to get bigger and bigger despite national media and local media not covering it. Uh, also, Fox News sending a cease and desist letter to Tucker Carlson. That's some funny stuff right there. Uh, the Trump polling numbers. This is only helping him. We'll give you the Trump polling numbers. All he does is go up and up and up when haters like Democrat Drew want to piss on his grave. I mean, it's one of those things in life. The more you hate Trump, the more publicity he gets the angrier you get. Just deal with it, man. It's Trump's world right now, and you're living in it, Drew. I can't wait till he wins the presidency again. I'm kidding. I think it more like Tabitha where he won't win, and something will happen. But anyway, um, it, 
Drew says that's, you know what, Drew? I think the whole Trump thing's a rabbit hole. Anyway, uh, all good in the hood. Uh, Nicole Jenkins says she's already designed an orange jail suit for the Bidens. <laughs> I love that, Nicole. Uh, we'll get into that. We've got a Biden theme song. It's called Walk Like a Biden, and it's in reference to the Walk Like an Egyptian, the Bengals <laughs> 80s hit song. There's a new Trump indicted song from a rapper, which, of course, backs Donald Trump. Tab's take today is on are the TVs really watching us? And she's also going to go off on truckers and the safety of people on the road these days. Uh, we're going to get into it all. Tons of stuff. By the way, what's your 14-year-old doing today? My 14-year-old was sleeping in when I left. Okay, well, there's a 14-year-old who just graduated from Santa Clara University, and he's going to work for Elon today. So um, not too shabby. Yeah, that really makes my 14-year-old that I think is a 4.0 genius, you know, need to get out yeah, of bed. That's not he needs good. to get out of bed. Not, not, not very good. But first, take a look at all of our advertisers, our partners, our sponsors. Uh, we appreciate it when you guys help us out as well. Uh, back in just a couple minutes. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus, get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal, Marco. Wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com, rocking and rolling on a June 13th. I'm Vic Faust with Tap of the Hassle, Lizzie Sparks in studio, running our live chat line as always. Get ready to talk with uh, one of the leading cardiologists in the Midwest, Dr. Gil Vardy um, from the St. Louis Heart and Vascular Association. We'll get into that uh, in just a little bit. But first, Tabitha, um, you've got your tabs take coming up earlier about TVs. Are they really watching us or not? But if you want to say something, you say it and you ask for that time. And of course, you were driving home last night from Springfield. I do want to say And I know you always, and I say always, (laughs) you're always complaining about St. Louis and Missouri drivers, drivers. Drivers. And what's going on with the trucking industry? People, for one, are just not using the correct safety precautions when you're on the highways. You're just not. Now, who drives the speed limit anymore, right? You're driving down the highway. The speed limit, let's say, is 65. Or let's say last night, I had to work in Springfield last night. So I was driving home in the middle of the night. And I left Springfield around 10 p.m. and had to drive back here to St. Louis. And I will tell you what. It is treacherous to be out on the roads. It is absolutely treacherous to be on the roads. Not only, you know, and trust me, I'm the first person to say, I appreciate truck drivers. I really do because I know our entire economy would shut down if we didn't have these people out on the roads delivering products from one end of the country to the other. Mm -hmm. I get it. I understand cars can be really annoying on the highway probably too. You know what I mean? But I saw some trucks last night driving completely out of control. I mean, out of control. There were two separate times I seriously thought, I was going to be killed, you know, and, and I drive a Jeep, so I get it. I'm not driving 90 miles an hour down the highway, and nor should you be. You shouldn't be. You should not be driving 90 miles an hour down the highway. But there's a difference between 90 and 70. It. Well, okay, the speed limit is 70, and if you're driving 70, 75. Were you driving 70 in your little Jeep? I was driving 75. Okay. And when you're driving 75 down the, miles an hour down the highway, which is five miles over the posted speed limit, you should be safe, but you're not. You're not safe if you drive the speed limit these days. (laughs) (laughs) And I am telling you what. We got a double tab take today. The majority of, of, of truck drivers out on the road do a great job. They really do. They're, they're, they we already over, know they're overworked they're and doing, the trucking industry is struggling to get no truck drivers right now. They're paying no truck question. drivers, these companies, more than they've ever paid because they can't get people to do and it. And there's a lot of And you get overworked. Maybe they're overworked. I and don't know. Ma- you know what? There's no excuse to be overworked or underpaid and be on the highway and putting other people's lives well, in danger. Okay, of the incidents of all, I mean, because, I will give you one really good example. Okay, a is that when I'm driving down the highway, let's say last night, move it, Grandma. Come on, <laughs> and I'm driving 75, and I trust me, I stay in the slow lane unless I'm passing people, and I feel so bad for the people I passed <laughs> because I have no idea what those people had to deal with. But trucks would come up behind me. There's nobody to my left. I mean, absolutely no one to the left. There's nobody there. And there's nobody behind me. They come flying up behind me and get about two inches from my bumper and then get over to the left. I'm like, why wouldn't you just get over? You see, I'm here. 
There's nobody to the left of me. Why do you have to fly up on my bumper? And clearly it's to teach me a lesson that you can't drive 75 on the highway or you're going to get killed by a trucker who owns the road. This happened to me, Vic, dozens of times last night. Dozens. Not every time. Dozens. Dozens of times. Yes. Do you think the truckers were on their CBs saying there's that little Jeep with that lady in it? And I was driving up to her butt. And I was driving the bigger Jeep last night, too. Tab, are you you sure you weren't sensitive and just looking for it? Because you already and hate the strong word, but you hate Mercedes. Missouri drivers. Well, that's not true. That's not true. Okay. I hate people. I think that there's there were more traffic deaths last year than the two years prior. And why is that? And a lot of them involved semi-trucks. Why is that? Because there is a lot of dangerous driving going, not just trucks. Yeah. Just I still think there's general. more safe drivers, more many more safe truck drivers. Of than course there are. And that's what I said. It's like any profession, yeah, you did. there are bad apples in every profession. And that is one of them. At one point, I'm driving down the highway and I, there's no one behind me, no one to the left of me. I see a truck coming up in the left lane. And the next thing I know, there's a truck like right behind me. I think he was fighting with the other truck and maybe trying to get past them and didn't realize that there was a car on the other side. If I hadn't slammed on my on my gas to try to speed up, he would have rear-ended me. I mean, it was One of our viewers chimes in and says that her husband's being sent home all the time because they don't have loads. Is that anything with supply right now? It, that could be. That could be. I know that has nothing to do with your situation, but it, Stephanie it says doesn't. so many inexperienced truck drivers out there right now because of the pandemic. So, um, and there know. are, and and I just had to come in and say that because I'll tell you what it is. It is dangerous. <laughs> out there. We'll get you going again if you drive the speed limit. And you know what? Where are the? And I love police officers as much as I love truck drivers more. Actually, where are the police officers when these trucks are driving hundred miles an hour down the highway? They're not driving 100 miles an hour. I saw some Vic driving 100 miles an hour. I've never seen a truck. I was going 75. And if you haven't seen it, you're probably not out on the highway driving late at night. Flying past me. No, I'm not. And Dr. Vardy, I seriously thought of you (laughs) on my drive last night. She was going to be seeing you today. Because I knew you were coming in today. Her heart's like... And and when we late, you know, here in a few minutes, when we get started, one of the things I'm going to be asking you about. Yeah, we'll bring him in right now. Yeah, is is going to be about stress in the heart uh-huh. and uh, sudden um, scary things that happen. Because I am not kidding you. Last night when that truck almost hit me from behind, my heart did like a bloop, bloop, bloop. And I seriously, <laughs> oh my it, gosh. it took me like five minutes and I was... Before I could like breathe again, I think I seriously thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's Doctor Gil Vardy. Good morning, Doctor Vardy. Good morning. Good uh, morning. We're glad that you're in. You're with the St. Louis with St. Louis Heart and Vascular, one of the region's top cardiologists. We had you in last week. Very popular segment, by the way. Uh, your segment's doing quite well on YouTube and all of our other platforms. I was like, look at Doctor Vardy go right there talking the medical industry um, today. We've got a situation where you want to talk about heart valves. Now, thank God I don't have any heart issues. Thank God. I don't know the first thing about a heart valve and why they're important or what we should know. But what's important about this for um, people to know today? Sure. Actually, before I answer, I want to reply to Tabata's comment about getting scared. There's actually a heart condition that, that does come from mental stress. Usually a bigger trauma than just a truck on the highway. Something. Oh shoot! More, maybe I'm not going to be all right. So. <laughs> something that is more significant to your life can cause an immediate and life-threatening weakening of the heart muscle. Damn! It drops from from full capacity to like 10% of capacity. Oh wow! It has actually a name in Japanese. It's called takatsubo, 
Could you the, say that again? Takatsubo. <laughs> I and, like the uh, sound of that. The, the reason for the name is that the heart gets a shape on the x-ray that reminds a, an old dish in Japan that was used for, for a fish dish. And it's a typical um, plate that they use that the heart looks like that, hence the name. Uh, and it's a dangerous condition. People can die. The good news, if, if, if they come to the hospital, get supported, there's a 100% recovery. That's amazing. But, but some people die on the way to that 100%, and this is 100% related to mental stress. Really? So, so something would it be something sudden, or are you talking about people who are experiencing a stressful event over a period of time? It's typically an acute event uh, that really traumatizes you uh, mentally. Have you dealt with? Have you personally had to deal with a case like this? Yes, it, and luckily it's rare. But we over the years we had a number of cases. Unfortunately, some of them we could not save. Some of them had to be on a ventilator and wow. certain devices to support the heart. And then the nice thing, it's a hundred percent recovery. So if you can survive the acute period, it's a full recovery. And and many times when you interview the patient, they can identify a major trauma, uh, that, that mental trauma, some some significant event that affected them. So so the heart is related to emotions. Well, I think, that, I, I think that happened to me last night and I and I thought I was hoping you could fix me today. Her heart is always <laughs> related to emotions when she gets behind the wheel of her Apparently vehicle. Apparently so. <laughs> it just happens. Talking with Dr. Gilvardi, before we move on to your subject, uh, because it is apropos right now and we try to get questions and people loved your segment last week, um, Jerry wants to know how we can get off blood thinners because he says he has AFib like Tabitha as well. Okay, that's a very good uh, point. So people with AFib, let's briefly mention why they need blood thinners. They need blood thinners because when the heart is in AFib, the upper chamber of the heart doesn't contract appropriately. Because it doesn't contract appropriately, there's an area they're called the appendage. It's, a, it's a, like a little, little area in the upper chamber that can create blood clots due to lack of movement. And this is why people need the blood thinners. Luckily, so if we talked 10 years ago, the answer was no. There's nothing we can do. Luckily, there's a number of new devices, and I actually just came back from a big cardiology conference in Phoenix last week where a number of those devices were presented. So there are devices that can be inserted to the heart to occlude that area. And once such a device is inserted, there's no need for blood thinners anymore. So oh, there wow. is a way to get off of blood thinners by using what we call an occluder, of the left atrial appendage. And there are a number of devices, it's done non-surgically. It's inserted via a catheter. Currently there are two devices on the market in the United States and about 10 more in research. I absolutely love that. Doctor, what's going on with these heart valves? Let's get into the subject now and why you thought it was such an important subject uh, to bring up. And by the way, we'll be showing you pictures of heart valves from three leading companies sure. as well. And you may recognize the difference between some of the products or our, our views may not, maybe they don't need to know. And for our listeners, just so you understand uh, what we're talking about. Sure, so so we have valves in the heart. We, we see here on the picture, I'll talk about it in a second. The role of the valve is allow a one-way flow. In the heart, we don't like two-way flow of blood. It's always a one-way flow from one place to another. And to control that flow, we have valves that allow the blood to go only one way. Those valves can have one of two problems. Either they leak. Leaking is a bad name. Nothing leaks there like a faucet, but they allow the blood to go back to the wrong way. Or the other problem is they don't open. They get sclerosed, and they don't allow the blood to go forward. Historically, the only way to repair it was open heart surgery. 
which as you can imagine is a very big ordeal. You have to open the chest, you have to stop the heart, you have to open the heart. And usually the surgeons would then either sew in a new valve or repair the current valve. In recent years, we have a technology to replace or repair those valves without surgery. And this is why it's so important. So we can go in with a catheter, usually from the groin area, sometimes from the arm, and either replace or repair a valve without opening the chest. As a matter of fact, in many cases, without even general anesthesia, just with mild sedation. So from a huge surgery that would take a week or two in the hospital to a smaller procedure that takes an hour, and people usually go home the next day. That's why I wanted to mention it, because the significant improvement and development here is, is really amazing. So many, so many new developments and so many different products out there right now where you don't have to use general anesthesia. You don't have to have open heart surgery. It, to me, it's just amazing because it, it wasn't what, maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you, you had to have heart surgery for these different types of things, correct? Absolutely. This is very new. The, the first device to hit that mode is for the aortic valve. And it's only, and that's what you showed earlier on the slide. And, and this, this is a, a, the device that replaces the aortic valve. And unfortunately, it can replace only when the valve doesn't open. It cannot replace a leaky valve yet. And the reason for that is that when the valve doesn't open, there's a lot of calcium there, and the new valve hangs to the calcium. The leaky valve is not calcified, and we still cannot do it, and you need surgery. The good news, new devices in development also for the leaky valve. So you're right, this is fairly new. The aortic valve started probably around 10, 10 to 15 years ago, and new valves are coming daily, almost daily. And uh, now we can re replace and repair other valves like the mitral valve, the tricuspid valve, and, and, and it's a really work in progress. And uh, again, last week in Phoenix, that, that's where they presented all the new development, and it's amazing to see what's coming. It is, I mean, and, and just think how that will prolong someone's life, and not only their life, but the quality of life. Absolutely. And reduces the risk of the surgery because those surgeries do carry the risk of mortality. Absolutely. So each time you go to a surgery like that, there is a small chance, but you know you take the chance of dying during that surgery, which is significantly reduced, especially in the elderly and the frail, where the surgery is really, really risky. They really get a good result with, with those non-surgical solutions. Are you seeing ages of all kinds needing um, surgery or needing procedures like this when it comes to the heart valves? So heart valve is usually a condition of the elderly. They go bad as we age. But we do see younger people from time to time. But the vast majority with valvular heart disease will be the elderly. It's so hard in this day and age because, you know, there's people who think because of the, we call it the cupcake here in regards to the, the cupcake. The V word. The V word. <laughs> if we say it, they'll, they'll delete There's certain show. algorithms and things like that <laughs> where people are like, oh, no, it's, it's, a, it's a ticking time bomb. It's going to mess the heart. So you're dealing with that, but you're also dealing with old age at the same point in time because heart conditions can come out of nowhere too, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But specifically, valvular heart disease is, is coming with age. It's a degenerative disease. It's, it's like any machine that gets older as opposed to an active disease like a heart attack that we do see in younger ages. But valve disease can come in a younger age, especially in people who are born with what we call a congenital valvular disease, where, where the valve from day one, you're born with a valve mm. that is not exactly the way it should have been. And those tend to deteriorate sooner. So instead of at age uh -huh. 80, 
they made it here at age 50. My daughter had that surgery at 24, mm-hmm. and, it's, and it went exactly as you're saying. She, it was scary as a parent, but she, they went up through you know, her groin area and her recovery rate, she was literally fine. Right after the surgery, she was able to talk. It was during COVID, uh, doing the C, so it was very frightening. We couldn't be in there with her. Sure. But she was able to FaceTime us right after the surgery and she could talk to us. So the advancements that you're talking about are spot on. We actually lived what you're talking about. So many people on our chat line now talking about a loved one had to go through open heart surgery uh, in 05, in 07. Um, just what this technology that you're showing people that is out there now that can help them. Um, they're grateful for it. Uh, our time goes by so fast with you too. I was trying to get some of the questions a little off what you were speaking about, unless you're full. Did you feel like you've covered everything yeah. with the heart yeah. valve? I just the, wanted the, to make the, sure. The take home message is if you have valvular heart disease and you are offered surgery, don't agree immediately. Explore your options. It's very possible that surgery is indeed your solution, but maybe you have another solution. So it's good It's good to explore. Great advice, yes, Dr. Gilvardi, right advice. there. Uh, we had a question. Hey, can you use vitamin E as a blood thinner? And then the, the gentleman says restrict vitamin K foods. So there's a lot of myths here. The, the vitamin E does have some thinning effect. That's true. But I would not use it as a reliable blood thinner. So if, if the doctor told you you need a blood thinner, you better use an approved blood thinner prescription, an approved prescription blood thinner rather than just resort to the vitamin E. But the truth is it does have some thinning properties, but but I wouldn't use it as a reliable blood thinner. Especially because people, I, I take warfarin, so that means you go into a clinic every week and have your blood checked, and there's a lot of ups and downs and adjustments to make and sure you have to you're go to right. A, you go to a clinic every week? Every single week to have a blood test to make sure my levels are where they should be. So I could see something like vitamin E, while it might offer some good properties, you know, it, it's such a fine-tuning you have to do. Is That's aspirin true. still a good blood thinner? Well, it depends for, for what purpose. For example, for atrial fibrillation, if you need full thinning, then aspirin is not sufficient. Uh, aspirin is what we call antiplatelet drug without getting too technical as opposed to the coumadin which is anticoagulant so they work in different systems of the coagulation system so aspirin has its place especially for coronary artery disease peripheral arterial disease or if you have a stent uh, whereas the coumadin and other medications will qualify more for atrial fibrillation and other conditions that require thinning to answer your issue with the vitamin K so the way coumadin works or warfarin works, it's an anti-vitamin K uh, medication. So if you consume different levels of foods who are rich and poor in vitamin K, that will change the level of thinning. Yes. So for example, if you'll consume a lot of bananas certain week, you'll need more coumadin. And then if you consume less, you will need less. So usually what I tell my patient, I don't tell them avoid those foods. I like to tell them, stay consistent. So exactly. if you like a salad, then have a salad daily. But if you have a week full of salads and then a week without <laughs> salad, it's going to, to create a lot of issues with controlling the level of the thinning that comes from the warfarin. And I don't think a lot of people Maybe understand wine. that. Yeah, because I have yeah. to eat the same thing every single does, week. Does wine work, Doc? You like wine? I love wine, but, uh, <laughs> kind of irrelevant to that issue. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Gil. Hey, by the way, who do cardiologists go to to have their hearts looked at? Who do you, I mean, do you guys go to your friends? or We always go to our friends. Right? <laughs>
Boy, oh boy. Friend, yeah. I wonder if that's pressure for a cardiologist. Take yes. a look at another cardiologist as well. <laughs> uh, Dr. Gil Vardy with the St. Louis Heart and Vascular Cardiology. Uh, we appreciate your time, my friend, and uh, we'll find some time to get you back on here as, as well. And thanks again for explaining this new heart technology when it comes to these heart valves. That's some really cool stuff. Thank you. All right. It's always a pleasure to be here. All righty. We'll talk to you later, Doc. We okay. appreciate it. Have Dr. Gil Good uh, talk to you. Very, very, Good very popular you. segment. And of course, we learn things. We learn things pretty damn quick. It is so popular because I think all of us are worried about heart health. And, you know, as people age, you have more heart conditions. Things are popping up. It is such a popular subject. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Tabitha Hassel. Um, Eric Johnson's here. Lizzie Sparks uh, in studio running the chat line, making sure everything is going as well as it can. Michelle, yes, great information. No doubt about that. Terry also said that um, her sons both went into AFib after getting the cupcake. That was about a week after they got it. Is They're fine I've, now. They said they were wondering if they should be doing anything. I've heard that. I'll that, ask Doc off to other people. Yeah, we'll have to find Because that he already uh, took off from that standpoint. But uh, love getting Dr. Uh, Gilvardi in here. Hopefully we can uh, get him an advertiser and have him on a weekly basis. That would be great. Uh, lots of information in a quick amount of time. All right. Speaking of interviews, coming up at 9.30 today, um, we've got, we're going to talk to the president of the Young Republicans of Missouri. Is there the, such a thing? What's that, Eric? What's, young Republicans? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are. Come on, man. Eric with a great, great, great comment. We'll get into that as well coming up a little bit later. Uh, big story that's hitting the headlines all over the place, but is it a big story? What the hell's going on? I get Tabitha when it comes to this point. And it is now all the news that came out yesterday because of Senator Grassley saying that, yes, he saw the document. All these senators and representatives saying they've seen the document. I'm talking about the FBI document. Now, Grassley is saying that a Burisma official, the executive who was tied to Hunter and Joe and $5 million payouts to each of them, recorded the conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, of course they did. If you were Burisma and you were paying millions of dollars to the Biden company. family, yes. wouldn't you record the conversation? For help. And this was for help for Vice President Joe Biden using his power from his office to go after a Ukrainian prosecutor mm. to not go after Burisma. Mm. Because they were being investigated. This is pretty simple stuff. It, it is. It is. And, and you know, kind of with the topic, but a little off the topic, is that the day that Russia invaded Ukraine, mm-hmm. the very first thing I did on that day is I looked at the Burisma website. And do you know it was down? Why did you look at the website? Because the first thing I thought is when Russia goes into Ukraine, if it were me and I were Putin, the very first thing I would do is I would go to Burisma and I would take their files and I would uh, take their hard drives and I would have all of that information mm. against the United States. Mm. And sure enough, that day, their website was down. It I'm went down. This is, a, this is a massive scandal. And just because national media is refusing to cover it doesn't mean it isn't happening. Oh, no. The document is real. The document is going on. There's a reason why these Trump allegations, indictments mm. are there. Yes. Look somewhere else. There's another reason, too, and you just brought it up, Aaron. Yeah, and we're, we're talking about the Burisma situation, mm-hmm. but I saw the articles that China was creating COVID-19 as a potential bioweapon. Of course they were. It's being reported in mainstream newspapers 
in Europe, mainstream, not right, not left, right down the middle reporting that the evidence is there now. But you're not of seeing is. the uh, communist media of the United States. And people don't want to believe that our media is communist because they want to think that this is still the Americas of the 80s. And it's just not. Mm-mm. I'll keep going, guys. I'm having fun. <laughs> Seriously. You Eric, must be tired you're today. Up, Eric, you're <laughs> up. Well, first of all, it's real simple. You Sometimes you don't even have to overthink things. Bingo. 2014, 15, 16, whatever it was, Joe Biden gets an offer. He gets a phone call or a knock at the door. Hey, what's up? Yeah, your son's over here in Ukraine. He wants to be uh, he wants to be a something something with a Burisma. We're an energy company. You don't have to worry about that right now. But just a quick question: What do you think about getting five million dollars? I don't care how you get it. Put it in an LLC. Put it in a bank account somewhere. There's a lot of good Swiss stuff that you can find. If we get a little bit of influence, we know we understand you're kind of a big deal over there, and your your son likes to party over here in Ukraine with us. He's a good guy. What do you think we just give you some cash to kind of go pull some levers for us? Nothing major. Nothing major. Just an energy bill here and there. Maybe push something through with Nancy Pelosi. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? All of a sudden, Jim, the brother, and uh, Hunter come back and go, yeah, we're setting up this company. And uh, we thought that it'd be a good idea that I was on the board of your uh, board of directors. I don't know crap about energy, but I do have an in with the president or the vice president at the time. Let's make that happen. And then there's some cat in there that says, whatever you do, we can't get a receipt for this. Mm-hmm. Can't get a receipt for this this transaction. Just somebody go fire up a recorder somewhere. In the back of the room, I don't care. I just need to have a, I just need to have a little bit of protection on this one. Anyway, give them the money. All right. Fast forward a few years. All of a sudden, the United States starts to blow up. Ukraine is going down the tubes because Russia's putting drones and putting all of their weaponry at them. Joe Biden doesn't seem to be holding up his end of the deal very well. FBI is all over the place going, hey, uh, this could be a conflict of interest. What, was, what are those documents called that the, uh, that the um, IRS had, the, uh, sur- the surveillance ones, the suspicious? Uh, you mean, are you talking about... You said the IRS? Well, yeah, I think it was the IRS. They had these suspicious uh, transaction documents of some sort. So they knew what was going on. They felt the money coming and going in weird places. So they had all these reports kind of like laid out there. Why is it so hard to believe that Biden, a guy that doesn't have a he doesn't have an entrepreneurial bone in his body, has millions and millions and millions of dollars. His kid can pay $20,000 a month. 30000 a month. Oh, I'm sorry. 30000 a month. $30,000 a month in Malibu, California. And he's not exactly the sharpest tool in the ship. No, he's not. <laughs> oh, he's not. No, he's not. Jimmy Carter's sons didn't not- have that kind of cash. <laughs> no, he or, or brothers didn't have that kind of cash. But unfortunately, Democrats don't want to acknowledge this. They don't it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. To be mean. It's a tsunami that's You've about to hit. You've got to freaking be honest about it. Just oh, yeah. acknowledge it. Yeah. No, no we want to go after mean Donald Trump. No. Hey, look, this is real, man. Let's the, cover it all. To be honest with you, break you know, it all down. Donald slit his own throat. What? You have lost your mind. If Donald slit- Donald slit his own throat because these are documents, the government well, said just give them back, dog. He should have just given him back instead of having a tape of his own. We were talking to 
Brad a tape Young of his own. That, trying to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, but Eric, that's for sure. Eric, so no, we got to be fair. That's not. That's not necessarily. I mean, I see. I it's of two course, totally I see different silos. I get I it. I know, but it, well, yeah, two totally different topics. In in fact, but but with with Trump, Trump's a very intelligent person. He's a very intelligent guy. I can assure you, if he held on to those documents, he did so thinking that it was legal, believing that what he was doing. Okay, but you don't tell your lawyer to go hide the the document in the basement. He has the right to attorney-client privilege. Maybe just like anyone else. But if just like anyone else. But if I was smart, if I was smart, and I was Donald Trump, and I would say the entire weight of the DOJ, FBI, CIA is on top of my head, I'm not going to keep documents that they're saying. Hey, can you just give them back? I'd be like, not. Not just yes, but hell yes. But this whole Trump situation is being brought out to hide, oh, in yeah. my opinion, definitely. what the hell's going on with the Bidens. No, definitely. 100% no doubt. freaking percent. Yeah. Now, this doc that several representatives have allegedly seen that none of us can see is confusing to me. If everybody's seen it, why hasn't anything been done? Is there an investigation going on? I don't know. Comer's made... Representative Comer of the House Oversight Committee has made reference to an investigation going on with the Biden crime syndicate. But one guy who I do trust, at least right now, and call me crazy uh, if you think that I'm silly and whatever else and I'm going down the wrong path, is Representative Byron Donalds out of Florida. I really like this guy. Yeah. And I think he tells it how it is. I don't think Washington has gotten to him yet. He does tell it how it is. Here's what he had to say about this Biden crime situation. Just take a listen to his sound right now. Because having read that FBI document, it is damning. As much as people want to say, oh, this indictment might is it might be serious. Uh, let me tell you, this FBI report is a damning report. First of all, they had us go to a secure facility where we read classified information to read an unclassified document. If there was nothing to see here, why would FBI go to such lengths? Then you actually read the document. And when you read the document, one thing that becomes crystal clear is that the people at Burisma knowingly paid $5 million to Hunter, $5 million to Joe Biden, so that Joe Biden would use the power of his office as vice president to pressure Ukraine to fire the prosecutor who was looking into Burisma. Okay. There's a lot going on right yeah, now. Yeah, first of all, who knew Eric Bowling was on the air again? Yeah, Eric Bowling, former Fox <laughs> News guy on what was that fox what was that oh newsmax yeah actually doing pretty well there now since fox ratings are tumbling in the evening times anyway byron donald's breaking it down for you um am i alone too or were you saying that too tabitha it's like why isn't anything more happening right now well no and nothing is nothing is going to happen and we can't see a document come on man where are these going where are these recorded conversations that grassley said that he has heard or is out there. What I would like to know, and, and I'm so glad that Grassley is speaking up, and he, you know, he's been a good patriot for us in most cases. And we have to have more people in Congress speaking out. We have to draw more attention to it. The media is not going to cover it. Why is Grassley the, the only senator? It. Speaking out? Why I, is I Grassley the only senator? Where the hell? Where's the question? I'm, question? I'm, there was a chorus of these morons on the left in the Senate and the House when they were trying to impeach Trump. I mean, every senator on the planet had something to say about Trump getting uh, impeached. But my God, 
the the two hundred and twenty year old Grassley comes out and he's the only guy <laughs> going after this stuff. This is a big deal, if Eric. It's, this it's, is a huge deal. It's a big deal, but I can tell you why this is happening. Because you know what? Think of our, our think of the United States again as a third world country. Think of us as a different country, not the United States. Okay. What we have in place here is we have a regime called the Democrat regime. Okay. And the Democrat regime controls the media. They control the DOJ. That's right. They control the IRS. No doubt. They control every, the FBI. They control every agency in this entire country. And we, the people, the People's Party, yeah. and Trump, who is the opposition leader, uh, they're going to come at well, him with everything they have. And anything Biden does, because he is the leader of the Democrat regime, who is currently the regime running this country, yeah. and has since JFK. By name only, he's the leader. Let me tell you something. By name Th- only. This little, this little cabal that you just talked him. about, this little cabal that you just talked about, I don't think they give a damn about Biden. I don't think... Of course I, they don't I care think about they're, Biden. They're, right. I, I think they're going to give this cat up. This guy, they oh. had they had, they had had Gavin Newsom on with Hannity last night. Saw it. Why in the hell is Gavin Newsom doing an interview with Sean Hannity? You know yes. why. I do know why. Uh, you, you've I said do it, know you've why. You've said it before. It's because he is literally in the bullpen. He's on, the, he's on deck. He's warming I, up that arm. He has inside <laughs> info about what's going to happen. They know how this drip, drip, drip for all this phone call stuff is going to come out and they know i'll bet you any amount of money what do you want to bet fbi doj cia i guarantee they know the timeline of how this is going to go down and not only and, and fox is hemorrhaging right now when it comes to the ratings that they had and then of course people can say what they want about sean hannity and going soft but not only did they have and you know what? You want Republicans. You want Democrats. You want everybody you can get on air. And obviously, he is, uh, Gavin Newsom is a massive personality right now. He is. He will be a president at some despite point. Despite leading one of the worst states in this country yeah. in every single issue, there he was on Hannity, since mm-hmm. you bring it up, and it gets into this whole Biden situation, admitting that California needs to do a better job. We haven't done well enough with homelessness. And like trying to take that middle line, all of a sudden mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God, just like Eric says, here he comes. Gavin has ideas. Yeah. He wants to be president. He will He will be president someday. There, he is already I think he knows he's, being groomed. I think he knows this is going to be DeSantis v. Gr- uh, Newsom in this next election. Whoa, whoa, you're, already, you're, you're, you're racing. I have out. a feeling, look, we are 18 months it's away from pulling levers. I have a feeling that he knows the powers to be know it's going to be Newsom versus DeSantis. You know, that wouldn't surprise me at all because DeSantis will be. And and here's the problem is that if DeSantis is going to win, then he's going to have to sell out to the Democrat regime. There is no way he can win unless he sells us out. It's not possible. By the way, Newsom, I looked this up. Newsom is not Pelosi's nephew. I, I did look that up. I did not. No, 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 no. To her niece. Uh, here's where here's like where that. that got confused. Is because Pelosi, people have believed that Pelosi's been pushing him to make uh, his daughter, her daughter, this new senator, when uh, Feinstein goes down. Well, he was married to to someone that was related to Pelosi, I believe, but it was not by blood. It was and I do marriage. believe that Biden, because the guy is a complete 
I mean, a complete idiot. He doesn't know where he is. I don't know whether to be angry at him or feel sorry for him. Um, he will get thrown under the bus at some point. I, I do I not feel yeah, sorry on. for him. I do. I don't feel. Sorry I don't for feel him sorry either. for that clown. Not because he knew in the back of his mind he that he was selling where, things out. He doesn't out. know where he is. Come on. He has and you know no what? idea what's he, going on. He comes in and out of consciousness all the time, and um, to have some fun with it. Did you see this new video? Oh my God! No. There's a funny video. There are so many. Well, there are. So this many. one's an actual song video. Oh boy. Um, one of our favorite songs from the '80s, Eric, "Walk Like an Egyptian." You remember that from the Bengals? How could I forget? Um, yeah. Well, check out "Walk Like Joe Biden." <laughs> Joe by dumb. By dumb. Are we? Can we play it, Joe? Okay. Joe's like not just no, but hell no. Here we go. Get some. No, that's. And that that doesn't sound like uh, the Bengals. The American president is doomed. A little old man can barely move. If he moves too quick, he'll topple just like a domino. He's got that sinister smile and thinks he just might win the bet. But he's just hanging on, dangling like hunt a cigarette. Hundred times with the hookah pipe say. <laughs> Walk like a Joe Biden. And when he boards that force one, he spins around and he hits the floor. He's got the yeah. He hits the deck, then he hits some more. All the Dems are so sick of Joe, they really would like to see him end. He sh- his pants. Again. All the kids in the DNC say, well, 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 well. <laughs> That was pretty good. How embarrassing, isn't oh it? My God. Street, well, oh, there's more. There he goes. He's lost. Hard, you there know. He goes. When entering in the Cadillac, if you want to. Okay, there we go. What a great song. That is, is, I almost, I almost feel like, I almost feel sorry for China. They're like, we can't, how can we deal with these nutty, (laughs) these nutty ass countries? Eric, what what we need to be asking is why, why are, we have Republicans in Congress, don't we? We have McCarthy who actually sits in meetings Mm. with Joe Biden. Yes. We have all of these people who meet Mm. with Joe Biden and who talk to Joe Biden. Why aren't any of them standing up and saying he needs a cognitive ability test? He, we need to see his they health report. Know, yeah, they know. But because why, Republicans know, but why don't they do because something about Republicans it? have decorum. They have. It's not decorum. It is because that's, that's, what they were, out. that's what they were. That's what they're selling. Every last one of them. That's what they were doing for Trump. And I think that is not what they were doing. Trump is ex- no Trump. Which they were all you every lost your every ten minutes. There was like this guy needs to take a cognitive skills test. Remember that and Mark C. 
Siegel, I think Dr. Mark Siegel gave it to him. Isn't that correct? And said he was perfect. And said it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. But, so he actually took the but test. Last, but because last week. Trump, Trump was cognitively able. Yes, but the, but the Democrats every around every turn was like, this guy's nuts. Oh, okay. I, I thought you were trying to say, I misunderstood. If I thought you were trying to say by, that they were covering for If Trump. there's one person you that right, would Eric. still vote for this guy, Joe Biden, yes. you need to look in the mirror. Really oh. look in the mirror. And ask yourself what you're about. Really? Joe Biden, that's just an that's just a little snippet of all of the craziness that is surrounding this man. Or or you know somebody else is running the show and you don't care. And you don't care to know because you know that that man can't and you can't come on this show or any show and say 100% in truth in your heart knowing that you know Joe Biden is doing a good job or can do a good job or has the cognitive ability to walk, talk, and not much less just wash himself and dress himself every day, but to lead a country in the world? Give me a break. Here's one sad. thing. I, I will, but people don't speak out about it. I'll give one Drew Collins. Democrats know this too. If you voted I'll, for him, it, it was a mistake. And if you did it again, look, shame Drew, on you. I know, I don't Vote know, for I a don't, different Democrat. I don't know that. I don't know Drew Collins. But if we were hanging out having a beer, and I said, Drew, you got 380 million people in this country. Give me your top choice for president. I'm going to give you a 100% answer. He would not say Joe Biden. Well, and, he is a, and he is our liberal. He would say Obama. He is our resident liberal. Well, he's got to lie. Huh? you got to lie. No, he lies every day about how yeah. cool Joe Biden is on this show. Every day on this they show. Do, they do lie. And if you ask someone, hey, do you still like Joe Biden? They'll be like, oh, yes, I do. Yes, and I'll I be do. like, yes. why? They'll yes. like, but Trump. <laughs> yeah. But Trump. Yeah. That, that's all yeah. they can do. Yeah. It's because Joe is well, a, he, Joe is a frail. He's like the little guy that comes down the hall at eight o'clock in the evening to get his pudding at Del Mar Gardens. He, you, he, he, you don't want him to fall and hit his head on the wall. You don't want him. To, you know, you need to. He's like somebody get him a wheelchair, please. Well, we. It's like no you, question. You don't have. You don't have a disdain for the guy. You feel sorry for the guy, but then you start to do the backstory stuff behind him, behind him, him putting transgenderism into our military, behind him uh, d- d- knocking out the XL pipeline, behind him taking five million dollars to conceal whatever he did in Burisma. Well, that's when the problem with me and Joe Biden yeah, come we, in. We, we talk about this literally almost every day about how stupid Joe Biden is and how frail he is. And well, then don't talk about it anymore. Abuse. But what, we, what I would like to talk about, what I would like to talk about is why are... And that's why we're talking about... All of the Republicans... Yeah, that's exactly why you brought it up, Vic. Why aren't more people speaking out than Grassley? Why isn't that's it... That's a good question. We have known this deal with Burisma was going on for how many years now? For a long time, yet no one yeah. talks about it. You don't hear it on the news. You well, don't even here's really the hear problem. it on Fox. I th- here's, the, here's the issue with it, Tabitha. I do think more and more Republicans are speaking up about things. The problem is, it's just like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody sees it, did it fall? That's right. The problem is national media, local media. The television stations don't cover it. You have to come to our platforms, and that's not just some shameless plug. That is the legitimate truth. You have got to go look for the truth. Just like Tabitha said, she's been doing for years. National media is not covering it, Eric. I mean, you've got no. Representative Donalds. He's on Newsmax talking. Mm-hmm. Grassley's talking. Even Kevin McCarthy, he completely undressed a CNN reporter yeah. yesterday. And you have to do some deep dives to find it because they're not going to cover it on the platforms that we have been used to watching and intaking. That's part of the problem. Plus, 
Tabitha says you got to get more, more and more and more and more Republicans coming out saying Donald many Trump. more. Or are they in the mix too, where they don't want Donald Trump coming in? I because we it. just saw it yesterday, I think that's it too. where I Mitch think McConnell, that's it. John Cornyn, John Thune all came out and said we're disassociating ourselves now mm-hmm. as the GOP Senate from Donald Trump. But in the mix of all of this crap that's going on, guess what's happening? Donald Trump is surging. His ratings after the first indictment. His ratings went boom. Guess what his ratings are doing now? They're going straight up again with the American people. Now, it's like they keep putting holes in his raft, but it floats still. Yeah, yes. thirty it's up to thirty-eight percent in conservative, uh, in conservative polling right now. Let me repeat that for you. Donald Trump's ratings up to thirty-eight percent over Ron DeSantis in the recent conservative polling. That should tell you something. This leadership may be trying to disassociate itself from Donald Trump, but the American people are not in large numbers. Why? You know why? And that, and you know what that shows? That shows something's coming. It something's does. brewing. Here's one and thing: and if things go down in yeah. a way that people don't feel they know comfortable it. about, we're gonna have some issues in this. They know, country. and and I think the here's the thing is here's so let's say that the guy that has the tape of Biden saying, "Yeah, I'll take your five million dollars," or or it's like something that the kids put on TikTok, like Biden you know, taking millions from Burisma has sold out the country. I think that's when you would start to see the heavy understate, the the deep state start to push against to get this guy out. I do. I think they know their time would be. That's the only thing right now that you're missing in all of this drama because Drew Collins, as I look down, goes, where's the proof? Well, that's the sentiment of every liberal Chesterfield soccer mom right now. Where's but, the proof? But it's interesting, too. Rich Rich just brings up a good point. He's, uh, at least in his mind, he says Trump is a sinking ship that's going to bring the party down. That Another is January 6th. Well, that's a good point. He's a huge anchor. And if that anchor ever goes down, he's bye-bye. Well, he's already splintered the party. He has. There's no doubt. I mean, we can't even debate it. It's a fact. He has splintered the party. But many feel that's a good thing because we need a rebirth of the conservative movement, of the GOP, with leaders that care, with leaders that aren't going to do what they've always done. Damn, I sound like Tabitha Hassel right now. Anyway, that's what is happening. And guess what? We also see a lot of support for Donald Trump coming from African-Americans, from Latinos, and people, everyday, average people like ourselves. You know, that's why, I mean, the next year and a half is going to be very interesting to see what happens. Here's the thing. Because this whole indictment, it seems easier. Wouldn't even be heard until after the election. It seems easier to me. Instead of destroying the country by ripping down Biden and ripping down Trump and saying, I hate you and I hate you and I hate you. Here's what I think the, the, the fix is. And I think Tabitha's even talked about this. No more parties. Why are, why are we oh. in it? <laughs> Damn, we need parties. Why? Are you talking you about mean, why? You mean like queen? dance parties no. or Republican Democrat nah. parties? He's talking about that, political parties. No well, more. But we do need a choice. Listen, listen. We need listen, to wipe the listen, slate listen, clean listen. and start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I Here's feel, don't deal. you? No more, no more caucusing. No more parties. No more uh, uh, sludge fund money coming into people. You have a badass dude that's coming out of Iowa that says, I can lead. Like, uh, what's that guy? Um, I can't even think. Of, he's running for president. I can't ever say his name. For the Republicans? Yeah, for the Republicans. He's the uh, he's uh, Indian. I can't Vivek. Remember. Vivek. 
this cat, if you put him in the White House, would fix 90% of your problems overnight. He's a businessman. I think he's smart right. as hell. He is, he's diverse. He's get, There's your diversity. He's Indian. He's not even a white guy. And he has 1% of the vote. Yeah, he's got 1% of the vote. Isn't he Muslim? Think, I think if this cat just came out and said, I'm not a Republican. Ramsey I'm not a Democrat. Like I'm not a whatever. I'm just, I'm a guy that wants to get in the White House and I want to run this thing. The worst thing... That has, and I think that the Democratic Party and the Republican Party has served themselves well up to this point. But this country is too polarized right now. You cannot have it so you're on one team or the other. Yeah, you have Eric, to be, you have to vote for people now. But here's another song. And Joe, if you can load up the, uh, the rap song, guess what? Every time there's a song about Trump. And it goes number one. It goes number one on iTunes because he's a he's it a. It goes number one right. everywhere. Just listen to it here. The, another one. This is about his indictment. It's because he's a pop star. He's he's a, he is a pop star. That's why. Yeah, interesting stuff. He's representing a lot of American people crossing races. Here we go. It's so funny. There's a there's a video called um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just basically they go down into the hood in St. Louis, North St. Louis, in the most the the most gang-filled part of St. Louis. And all of these kids are walking around with guns. And the guy walks in and goes, hey, I just want to interview you guys. I just want to learn. They all gather around him. They're all talking to him. They go, so are you guys like, would you vote for Biden? And they're like, hell no. They know. And they all they have Trump stickers. They and they got, I mean, I'm like... Mind blown. These. I mean, hey, Yesterday, Ty Dennis was on the show who works with the inner city youth, bringing them in contact with police. He grew up in some of the worst neighborhoods you could imagine, was a drug detective in Atlanta, as he said yesterday. Real recognizes real, Eric. Well, you, you do figure that these kids, they understand the legal system and they understand that Trump's kind of going through it like a like a boss. <laughs> I mean, he I'm telling you guys, listen, he is a pop star. This is this is a urban legend he has become. He is bigger than the news cycle. That's why you cannot put a glove on the guy. DeSantis has a a resume, a CV that is successful. Gavin Newsom has a CV, a resume that is a failure. Does anybody really recognize? But no one and, cares and put themselves with Joe Biden. <laughs> but the soccer Seriously. moms, the soccer really? moms are not going to no. vote for him. I'm why, does, you. why are why are we even talking about this? Seriously, because, because you know this is the because cycle none we're in. Of it matters. None of wait, it wait, matters. Wait, 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 wait. No Republican. I don't care who the Republican is, unless they're a sellout, they are not going. To win, I agree. We're just yeah. spinning our wheels I, I agree with you, Tab. So what do you, We're spinning our wheels talking about so, it every freaking day. I agree I with Tab. Right. Nobody's going to win. Some and Desantis. So, so yeah. So we, then yeah. What, so we don't talk politics then, or what do we do, Tab? We have we are to in come the, up every day with we, strategies. We can sit here and talk well, all day what are long. The That's tactical. That's your job. That's Trump, not our job. Trump and Desantis. But then what strategy? And Vivek, by the way, is Hindu. He's he he made a big statement that said he's not Christian. Tab, what's the? And we don't need another non-Christian in the White House because they sell our country out. I'm sorry, they just do. We and, just, oh, oh, bummer showed us that. 
I don't have a problem with 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 the Hindu religion, but I do think that we do need a Christian as our president. I do, Tabitha. Too. What do we do strategy wise? We have you, to that, start coming up with solutions. No, but, but solutions. Here, but if how do ga- we beat them? But the games you've already said. How do we beat them? You told me. Mm-hmm. You've said on the show the game's already over. A Republican will not be in office in twenty twenty five. It's oh. not going to happen. Wow, okay. All right. Tabitha. Now we've set that standard. So now okay. that we know that the game <laughs> is already over in your mind, then why even talk strategies? Talk Talk about spinning a useless wheel. No, that no, that is not a useless wheel. We if we don't start strategizing mm. about how we're going to take this back, the Democrat regime is very powerful. It is so much more powerful than what we give them credit for. Eric's been saying that for because years because they mm-hmm. have Biden as their stupid spokesperson. They have <laughs> gained on us. Don't be fooled just because they have this idiot up there as their as their president. The Democrat regime is extremely powerful. They have infiltrated every single level of bureaucracy in this entire country it's going to take literally an army to beat them because you know what they made one mistake and that mistake was not cheating enough and trump got his foot in the door we got a taste of what it was like to actually live in america once again right we know what it was like i went to the grocery store the other day you know what i saw i saw steaks $20 $20 a pound. I couldn't believe $20 it. $20 mm-hmm. a pound right now. $18, $19, $20 a pound. Look at eggs, uh, $6 a, a dozen in some mm-hmm. places. Look at what we're suffering. Gas prices. How can anyone say we can't fight back? We we have to fight back. I, I we agree. have to find ways to fight back. We all know what the problems are. So you want to you want to sit in the show and talk t- uh, tactics. Eric, okay, you well, are the master it. of tactics. What do we do? No, I'm not because I don't understand exactly how the Democrats did it. I would have to go read a book or two, but I apparently they just put drop boxes all over the place with Zuckerbucks. <laughs> you know, and then they had they Pretty went much. and then they went to Delmar gardens and said i'll give you some pureed pudding if you uh if you give me a if you sign this ballot right here and they b- ballot harvested everything and went to their moms and uncles and everybody as eric has said before, i guess that's how they did it and democrat drew responds the republicans play checkers the democrats are plain chess and it's true and the first yeah, time that I heard was, that he's right was that is true eric saying that hey we're gonna take a quick break this is cancel the show.com don't go anywhere coming up in about 28 minutes what is actually Moving the needle for younger Republicans, younger conservatives, or younger liberals for that matter. We talk with the Missouri president of the Young Republicans, Frank Cananzaro. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. What is mattering to kids? What they care about? Is there a generation of conservatives that's on the move? Because Eric said, uh, where are they? Do they exist? Um, do they really know what's going on? Frank will give us a, an update about that. We've got to get an update on Fox News and Tucker Carlson because that is about ready to heat up big time with what Fox News did yesterday. Uh, 14-year-old boy going to work with uh, Elon Musk uh, in the next week or so. Must be nice. Yeah, what's your 14-year-old do today? Lizzie's is still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think mine's... My 32-year-old is still sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine might be slobbering all over himself. We'll tell you about a 14-year-old just graduated college. Yeah, and Elon said, yeah, come work with me. Wow. Must be nice. Wow. Um, and um, Wheel of Fortune, will it go away? Pat Sajak retiring. How about that 40-year run in game shows? Eric, you should have been a game show host. 
Oh you, my you God! You have been good. You and Steve Harvey together yeah. taking that over. <laughs> I like Steve Harvey. No. Yeah, David, Steve Harvey Lee, David Lee Vienna. Roth. David Lee Roth can take over the reins. He good. would be fantastic. Uh, that's Eric Johnson, Tim of the Hassle, Lizzie Sparks taking care of the chat line. Pro Joe on the boards. I'm Vic Faust. Back with more. Cancelthishow.com after this. Please like, subscribe, share the show, send it to people. Um, Tabitha's going to come up with a strategy in the next two minutes as well. We got another hour. I thought about it show. all night long on my drive. All right. Plus, we've got Tabitha's tab take. We're going to do that first when we come back. Is it a situation where TVs are literally spying on us, watching us, our TVs, not our phones, our TVs? Are they watching and listening to you? You will not want to miss this. Back with Tabitha in just two minutes. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. <laughs> Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Yeah. 
Hey guys, welcome back in to cancelthisshow.com. Uh, before we get into everything, I just want to remind everybody of our listeners, we appreciate complete auto body repair, complete auto body repair, Curtis Sparks and crew. Let them know when you give them a call that you heard about from Cancel This. Bendy says, let me tell you how great they are. They encouraged me to pursue a warranty on a catalytic converter. It would have been a 2,500 job for them, but they truly cared about me. Bendy, thank you for sharing that. That's why we've had so many Please customers, and we appreciate them being our main sponsor of this show, Complete Auto Body and Repair. And, of course, we're grateful to all of our other customers as well and to our partners, um, you name it. We're always looking for help. If you know somebody, donations as well, go to canceltheshow.com and click on the Donate button as well. Okay, I'm Vic Faust with Tab of the Hassle, Eric Johnson. Lizzie Sparks is here running the chat line, and ProJo, our engineer extraordinaire, taking care of business. All right, by the way, before we get into it, a housekeeping note. Tomorrow is National Flag Day. We wanted to let everybody know about that, National Flag Day. Um, we have the flag here. Tabitha has it. We appreciate that. A couple other headlines, too. We'll try to get in before the end of the show, but if we don't, we wanted to let you know about it. The Texas Rangers, by the way, the only Major League Baseball team that is not celebrating Pride Night. One team in Major League Baseball. Texas said, nope, no thanks. We're not going to do it. And by the way, after a few days, Major League Baseball took down their Pride flag as well on their website. Very interesting is that. I said, Pat Jack, he retired after 40 years for Wheel of Fortune. He announced his retirement. Forgive me for not knowing. Is Vanna White still around? Yes, she's she still is. <laughs> I was like, yes, okay. She is. What a, a dynamic duo those two have been over the years as well. Okay, still to come at 9.30, Frank Canazaro, the Young Republicans president. Uh, we're going to speak to him about what's moving the needle for kids. But first, we got to get into this situation. Tabs? All over this subject, so you know what? It's time for our tabs take. Tabs take. What I wanted to talk about today during my tabs take is guess what? If you have a smart TV, your TV is watching and listening to you. I mean, this is something we've been thinking about for a while, right? And you know, while you guys were out of the room, I was looking at the TVs here. And guess what they are? They're Samsung TVs. What does Samsung that mean? Samsung TVs are almost all Samsung TVs, newer smart TVs, have cameras and they have microphones. And so think about this. While you're watching television, is your television watching you? Yes, it is. Is yes, your I television think it is. watching you? It is. And so I, w- I, w- I, had a, a, I was thinking about this the other day and, yeah. and I was thinking, okay, I have an LG TV. Right. Does my LGD, LG TV have a camera? Yes. Is the camera watching me? Yes. And so I looked it up, and what I found is that a majority of LG TVs do actually have a camera. And can you see the camera? No. Some people think, well, your camera is going to be somewhere where you can see it, just like on your laptop. Right. On my laptop, I see the little dot here. I know that's my camera, right? Yeah. On your television, the camera is behind the screen it's behind the screen you can't see it what you can do is you can take a cell phone or you can take a, mm-hmm. a flashlight and shine it around the edges and try to see the camera yeah. but what what we have to start worrying about these days is some people think well that's harmless well, it's it's harmless to have a microphone and a camera inside your tv yep. nothing's happening but you know things are happening if your tv is a smart tv yeah. and it's connected to the internet 
Just think about this. It can hear everything you can say. That's right. It will record everything you say, just like Alexa does, Mm -hmm. just like all of these other smart appliances can do. But not only that, but it can be hacked. Anything that is connected to the internet can be hacked by people with nefarious purposes. They can see inside your home. They can mm. watch you. And these cameras are positioned to where they have a very broad view mm-hmm. of, of broads. the room. Of the broads. Do you know if you room. stay like in an Airbnb or something like that and they have an Alexa, they can be listening to you through the Alexa. Oh, no doubt. So if you're staying in, you better unplug that Alexa and put it under a pillow or they're listening to you. They, they can hear everything you everything say. Everything you say. And an Alexa, just like your smart TV, records every conversation that you have in front of it. Yes. And if it's connected to the internet, it is transmitting that data. That's now, right. Now, these different companies like Samsung in particular, they say, well, we collect that data. Mm-hmm. to give you a better user experience. That's right. That we hear what you're saying, we hear what your commands are, and that tells us what yep. we need to do to improve our product. That's right. It t- I mean, but how do they actually take these conversations, well, I guess, maybe algorithms and keywords, yeah. but do you really want, do you really want mm-hmm. your television manufacturer having video of your home Uh 24-7 to hear every conversation you have. And even if it is harmless, even if it's just going back to Samsung and LG, why, why, how do we know that this isn't going to be used for nefarious purposes? How do we know that somebody in our government isn't going to have access to this data? Mm -hmm. Well, the the answer is this, you're old. (laughs) <laughs> also true and the the young kids don't care correct they don't care. and that's who they're doing this for is the, yes. is the 16 year old that doesn't give a damn about the uh the deep state looking at them through the peephole of these little lenses all over the place they just they're they're immune to it they're hardened to it that's as a matter of fact they'll be the first one to tell you the more i talk about going on vacation the more ads i get about going on exactly. vacation exactly. absolutely but and it's the, interesting eric because i mean you're right you're 100 right 100%. So it's the difference. In, and we, that, we're, in a, we're in a bizarre about era. About young people not caring? Yeah, we're in a bizarre era. Yeah, they don't I, We are the people that, that believe in getting in our Sunday best and jumping on the back of our horses. Why the people down the street get in their Sunday best and they get into a car. And they're going, and we're thinking that the guy in the car is the, of the devil. Because that's kind of what happened to this country back when they when we went from the transition from horses and buggies to, to cars. It's the same human experience. Well, it, We're the old people that don't understand this new um, uh, deep state kind of mentality of watching in the whole 1984 and the whole Orwellian thing where these kids, they're, they're literally being told, hey, China's watching you. And they're like, so what? I'm getting on TikTok. Bye. Have a good I, nice I day. I have a hard time. And, and I, Eric, and Eric, I don't know. I have not talked to enough young people. Maybe Frank Cantanzaro, when he's on, can enlighten us. But yeah. I, I have a hard time believing that people don't care about cameras. I'll tell you what, this morning, it, this happened to me actually today. Yeah. I, was, I got up. I was getting ready for the mm-hmm. show. I walked through my living room and I saw this little thing sitting on the shelf. And I'm like, what in the world is that? It looked like a little tiny fan. Mm-hmm. And I went over and picked up it and I looked at it and it was a camera. I'm like, mm-hmm. my, it was my son put it there, but I'm like, why is there a camera in my living room? I don't like cameras. I'm not comfortable with a camera on me. Whether nope, I'm not either. I, I don't like it. And, and it's hard for me to believe that either. younger people are okay and I with don't it. Care, and I don't care. You don't care? Well, I really don't. Maybe I should. But here, you- You absolutely should. Here, check out the video. Um, ABC World News Tonight, David Muir did a special on this. Tabitha, you sent this through for us to watch about your subject. TV watching and listening to you. 
New smart TVs with internet connections able to transmit your private conversations. So one of the things that we were able to do with the smart TV platform was actually um, abuse the, the browser it, to, to the extent that we could actually gain access to the camera that's built into the TV. Wow. And so what we can prove here is that with a little bit of extra code, we can turn the camera on in your browser. Wow. And while this is evident to you right here because, we, uh, because we've designed it that way, this is something that we can do invisibly and actually have the camera running behind the web page that you're, that you're looking at. So what this means is I could be sitting here watching TV from my, from my bedroom and you could be anywhere in the world looking at this image of me watching. Yep, I could be sitting on a laptop in a cafe in Paris and as long as I have a network connection I'd be able to get into your TV and access the camera. The kind of scary things about it is that it doesn't actually give any indication that the camera's on, um, and there's no little LED that shows up when the camera's on. So it could actually be watching you and you'd never even know. What is a, a smart TV, and why is it a playground essentially for hackers? Right, it's a computer. So instead of just being, you know, a tube and some other electronics, um, now it has a web browser and it has, you know, a lot of devices are running Linux. But the real danger is um, when people start using smart TVs for things like online banking, we can take a popular bank address and translate. Is your TV... Wow. Don't do your online banking on your TV. There's not one day wow. that I'm not working at my computer going, man, do I really want to buy this thing over... I, 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 buying stuff online still to this day freaks me out. Putting my credit card in. It should. Wondering if the if the uh, dark web is somehow watching. That all That is the one that just I can't get away from. The, the, you the, have to worry about the it. The camera thing is creepy, but the the e-commerce stuff is is where I become old. It's because back in the day, you'd go into 7-Eleven, you'd hand them $5, and you would get your certs or whatever the hell it is that you were buying. <laughs> so and that's the way that it worked. <laughs> I miss and, now, and now it's And now your browser <laughs> saves all of your pertinent yes. data. It's, yes. and, it, and not only does it save it, it saves it <laughs> well, the, everybody for, knows that. forever. Well, the video, that wasn't the, there was more to the video. Our, for whatever reason, our thing didn't play it. But, but they get into more nefarious things that can happen mm -hmm. when you have this camera in your television. Things that you wouldn't necessarily even think of. And that is, and, and I didn't even know this existed, but there are subscriber services in other countries, maybe here on the dark web as well. People can subscribe and pay money yeah. to see you in your home while you're in front of your television. Now, I know the singer of PRL wouldn't care. He's kind of an exhibitionist. So he'd like it. <laughs> so it I'm depends sure. who you are. You know, Tabitha would probably be a little squeamish about it, but there are people out there that would just they dance in front of their TV all day. And Hopefully they got some kind of a look. And what you just said, speaking of my 14-year-old, we're sitting around the fire this weekend, and she said, Mom, you know, if you take another picture with anybody's feet in it i can go take it and put it on the internet and or people just if you sit in front of the camera right. of the computer i can get a lot of money for your feet. you can i That's said a for big my thing feet? right now yeah he, she said people pay big bucks they pay feet mm. big yeah, money they for do. a lot my of, feet run a, a commercial and Detroit. you got a lot of money no i didn't get a lot of money but i got a lot of unwanted um, <laughs> weirdness <laughs> emails weirdness yes. sickness about my feet. Mm -hmm. And it, you can just be sitting, like what you're saying, in front of the TV and somebody can 
can take your feet and go sell it in Brazil yeah. and make a lot of money and you don't even know they're making money. You gotta make feet. conscious decisions because there's ways around all this stuff. I mean Well there are my, my old business partner my old business partner had duct tape on every computer they had. It was the funniest <laughs> thing I ever saw. Every time you'd see him open up his laptop, there'd be duct tape I over the microphones. Me I mean he had this little cotton ball thing and it would basically he would basically put the cotton ball over the microphone and he had the duct tape up there. Every single laptop or computer he had. Yeah, but think about it. You you have to think all the time about what you're doing. Is that freedom? No, it's not. Annette says, I know a gal who had Google's version of Alexa that has a camera. She used it for her kids. Then all of a sudden, one day, she heard a male voice talking to her kids. She freaked out and, of course, destroyed it. How long was it going on? A male voice talking to your kids. And, and that can happen through well, your television or through any smart device. Yeah. And you know, and Terry said, is it watching when it's off? Honestly, I don't know. I would think anytime it it's connected to the sure internet, even when it's off, that still connection is running. I the, don't know. See, if, if they do a Tabitha Hassle dump of all the pictures of you on in your bedroom, I hate to They'd tell you really this, bored. no one would care. No one would care. <laughs> But, but no one would care. Trust me. No, no, and that's not that's not a dig. I'm never even. If in they there. did it to Vic, they wouldn't care. But if they if they did it to a Jennifer Aniston and they launched all this stuff online and it, it became Jennifer Aniston versus LG and the camera that's in the camera. Good point. Then it would be an international thing, and then laws would be written and blah blah of, blah blah blah. Of course, of course, but it, but it is a big deal, you know, because it's it's. I feel like our we have no sense of privacy anymore. You have no sense of privacy, and I'll tell you what on my laptop i do keep a piece of of black electrical tape you across do the, same the camera thing. i do that but you know what on my television i don't i don't even know where, where the would camera you put is it? exactly because I, you can google that well you can and what you and, and that's what exactly i was going to say you know some of the solutions are because there are some solutions a one of the solutions is can be that you don't use the internet feature on your on your television uh don't connect it to the internet if you don't connect it to the internet then guess well, what other folks the thing, tab. cannot access your here's data the deal tab I, again it comes back to old versus new my son hasn't doesn't even know what a spectrum internet or a spectrum tv subscription is mm-hmm. he doesn't know what the box is coming off the wall he's been doing tv to the point where he knows what roku is he knew what tubi was he knew what all these streaming services were before we even knew what it was and then one day then one day he comes over and he goes why are you using what's that box over there it wasn't him. It was actually my next door neighbor. I remember that. Now he goes. He goes. Why do you have that box over there? It was this little kid, sixteen years old, at my it, the house we used to live in. Okay. Yeah. And he goes, Why do you have that? Why Why do you have that how uh, that uh, thing? And I go, Well, it's it's TV. <laughs> don't you know what TV is? It's right in front. He goes, Oh, well, we don't have one of those in our house. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I go, What do you mean you don't have one of those in your house? And he and then I sure enough went next door and every single one of their TVs had a Roku on it, one of those little Roku. But I bet those people don't understand, and, and maybe they do, maybe they don't care. I really do believe that most people think it's a theory, a conspiracy theory, yes. that you're there are cameras and microphones inside your televisions watching and listening to you. I bet there's a lot of people out there who don't understand it. But don't you think as Americans, we should have some sense of privacy that you can be in your own home and that in your own home, mm-hmm. you have you have the ability to be alone 
in your living room that you have the ability to have privacy in your bedroom. But now they're putting cameras and microphones in every single thing we you own. Look, you just sound so stressed out over there. I'm not. The doctor out said over you it. could die if you have if you have Stop. too much anxiety. <laughs> Stop. You need to take a few deep Don't breaths. Don't drive at night with trucks. <laughs> yeah. Don't turn on your TV. Don't say, God, Eric, don't say that what I'm saying is not valid. I we, didn't say it's not valid. We, I just don't Americans, want you to die. It's 100 percent. I don't valid. have tape over my televisions. I haven't even looked up my model numbers to see where my camera is. Yeah. So obviously I'm not stressing over it. But I I do worry about the lack of privacy we have. And the more technology comes out, and the more cameras and microphones they're putting into You're our right. products, no. we have the right and, to privacy. But and, isn't it? And cool? they're not even telling us the cameras is, and microphones isn't are there. Isn't it cool to yell across the house, "Hey Siri, play Van Halen one," and boom, Van Halen one starts. That's kind of neat. There's a lot of cool things there about are. it, and yeah. that's why the young people do it, not understanding the ramifications. Exactly. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to sacrifice my privacy just so I can have that luxury. Exactly. Correct. Correct. Well, well said. <laughs> okay. Okay. What are you going to do when your my car job. is attached to the internet? Well, and it, it is attached to the internet now. If you everything use Bluetooth, is, and your and your and your car can be hacked as uh, well. Here's another thing, and they can hear you in, in your car in, just as well. In Tabitha's world. I have a hard time with the cloud stuff, too. Yeah. I, I have a too. real I hard do. time uploading documents and stuff to the cloud. I'm like, wait a minute. You remember the days when you used to be able to put it on a... I, look, I should... Every time we do a segment Anybody like this... Could get to that. Every time we do a segment like this, we should talk old. Because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Bring your cane in. I used to have this hard drive I would hook up, and I have all my documents on it. Is that and what you and you're right, but don't you think that younger people should be worried? Not really. Don't you think they should be worried that they're... Just think in 10 years from now, there's going to be zero sense of privacy. Every single thing you do is going to have Privacy's a camera overrated. and a microphone. Privacy's Everything. overrated. Yeah. Well, it is a great Tab's take. We appreciate it, it is Tab. A very oh, can good I add one, one more thing, no, by the way? you're done. We never got to the solution, <laughs> so I'll just throw the one in there. If you buy... And remember those DLP t televisions? A DLP. Yes. If, if, I know. I'm, that I'm telling shows you. How old Do it with your old okay, voice. Do it with your old time voice. Time for us to move on. <laughs> if you buy a DLP television, yeah. uh, they do have, uh, and I read this because in Gadget oh Review, God. Gadget Review had posted <laughs> solutions and they said a DLP TV <laughs> is one of those because it says you can get oh, a, you Lord. can get a lot of mm -hmm. the features that you want yes, yes. without it recording or video. Okay. Can you watch Twitter on DLP? I don't even know what a DLP is. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure. I myself. like being able to talk about a Les Paul in public and having Guitar Center ads come on with Les. I kind of like well, it. I well, kind of dig it. <laughs> that's Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle, Lizzie Sparks running the boards on Vic Faust. Pro Joe taking care of our board situation before we speak with the president of the Missouri Young Republicans, Frank Kentazaro. Um, we have to give this update. Fox News just can't get out of their own way. Mm, mm, mm. Stepping all over themselves. First of all, last week, yes. they lost a primetime night for the first time in a long time to MSNBC. Whoa. It was one night, oh my God. but MSNBC Watch beat out. Fox News. Guess what night it was? What? It was when everybody was watching Tucker Carlson. Oh, makes sense. CNN, makes nobody sense. cares about. They're, 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 they're just whatever. They're just floating around. Tucker Carlson was on. So what does Fox News do now? Fox News sees that they have lost the juggernaut that they had in the evening primetime spot. Tucker Carlson's second episode, which aired last week, 
just under 56 million views that 10 minute already <laughs> 56 million views fox is averaging about a minute or about a million six wow you Are you going to agree up. with me now? You, scre- oh, you screwed <laughs> up, Fox. God. You screwed up by going after Tucker. Oh, is they, he doing it in his old time so many, They do so yes, many good is, things sure. at Fox. <laughs> they don't go as far as Tabitha wants them to go, but they do so many good things. They do. And many of their day parts, they screwed up with Tucker. Mm-hmm. Now they're paying the price. So what do yeah. they do? They have doubled down on this. They sent him a deceased and cease, or a cease and desist. Fox News sent Tucker Carlson a ceased and desist letter yesterday saying that he can't be on Twitter Mm -hmm. talking anything anymore. Uh, Tucker and his attorney said, yeah, good luck. You guys already screwed this up. His third episode is going to air tonight. So Tucker on Twitter tonight. Yes. And his main subject is the Trump indictment. Excellent. Good. I can't wait now, to hear it. It will have more than 55, 56 million viewers. Do you guys understand even a, an inkling now of why I, don't I am know what so means. against Fox National? No. Because you know what? The way I see Fox mm-hmm. National is- It's a bittersweet thing. It, it is. And I'm not saying they, they at least cover mm-hmm. some conservative topics. There's no question. They cover more than some. And But the issue is, is that they don't want Tucker to tell the truth on their network and they're going further than that, where they don't want him to tell the truth on any network. They want to censor the truth, not only in within Fox National, but in general. And that is why they're doing this. This isn't about Tucker getting millions of views. It's not about Tucker making money. It's not about a contract. It is about them saying, you know what? The government owns us. We can't have Tucker on our network telling the truth. And he's not going to tell it over there either. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to rein in Tucker. They don't want Here's the truth the deal. to be known. Here's the deal. Who cares? It's 56 million people. And that's why. And if you sold that at a CPM <laughs> cost per million, like you did in the old days in advertising, mm-hmm. and if, if you just sold it for a penny, penny per million, this dude would be a, a, a multi-gazillionaire within one episode of this kind of an audience. True. And, and, the, and the Fox knows that they were kind of the host of this thing, and they owned this thing, and then they got rid of this thing, and they're like, we do not want to be beat by this thing. And so that's why the cease and desist has come out. I guarantee it. And, and, but here's the deal. How in the world do you do you stop someone from talking on social media? Who cares what the mechanism is? Who cares what well, the mechanism is? we know how and why that is, that they're is, doing it That's already. censoring free speech is what it is. They're not going to stop them. There's no way in hell this no. is going to work. And no. I don't... Why would Fox even do this? It make They have nothing to gain. They have to, Vic. They have to. Because you know what? They were. They probably are getting uh, kickbacks from the government, from the Biden administration, to censor the news, to not get the truth out, to make us feel like we have the yeah, illusion but there's too of much, choice. Yeah, but there's too much other truth that gets out for this. I tell you what, if Fox keeps this up and i they, will be they, against fox they you you know what vic you say that there's other options we have newsmax we have uh, what is it america online news we uh, have oh, podcasts yeah. like us but you know what we get deplatformed all the time look at what's happened to newsmax and look what's happened to american online news they deplatform them every opportunity they have you know what i don't even know there's how that how did, for free i don't speech. even i would love to have um 
uh, lawyer on here and let me know how exactly a cease and desist work when you got fired from a job, right? It's like you can't it hold a person's work. back uh, 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 the ability to make a living in what he does. I know that for a fact. That ha- Remember, that used to ha- happen all the time with Howard Stern. He would get fired from a thing and he'd cease and desist. This. I would love to know how the Tucker Carlson thing works because I'll tell you what, I don't know how what their audience is now. They would lose one with me if they continued down this path. I would become an anti-Fox News guy. They don't care. Fox does not care. I don't know care. about that. Because their ultimate goal... I don't think they want to be bud-lighted. Their I, I, ultimate goal is to silence the truth. Um, you know, That's my opinion. You guys don't have to agree. Their goal is to silence the truth. And they are going to continue to go after Tucker. That. I just don't think they understand his truth. They that, are part of the big cabal if, here's that the, runs this country. Here's the thing. If you're destroying them and your ratings, they'll come after you. And that's, in my humble opinion, why Fox News is going after Tucker right now. Still, even when they look as silly as they do doing this, it's because nobody wants to... I say nobody. Most people are following Tucker. They're not following or watching Fox News anymore. They said, see you, sucker. We're done. That's right. And Fox Weiser screwed up. They screwed up. Fox Weiser. <laughs> That's very good. And, and, and Transheiser and... <laughs> Transheiser, yeah. Targetheiser. Yeah. Tarheiser. Yeah. Anyway, they Kohlheiser. We got them all. Um, so hmm. basically... They're going after him because he's got the 55 million views or 56 million views. And his That's episode, unbelievable. And his episode on the indictment tonight is going to be even larger. I, I mean, can't it's, wait. It's going to be, hell, he may even have Trump on. You never know. Wouldn't that be something? And, of course, Elon. Did you see Tabitha's eyes light up? <laughs> oh, my God. That was so cute. No, she's adorable. Oh, you mean a happy look from she Tabitha? Went, mm. It was like a Christmas special. <laughs> like when... Uh, when, when, <laughs> well, when, when Vic said that, it had never occurred to me that, oh, he might have Trump on. I'm like, oh, yeah, never it was know. like It was like Cindy Lou Who on Christmas Day. <laughs> and of course, we talk about where we're at, our lives. And of course, we try to talk to all different ages. We try to talk to different people. And of course, you guys know, we bring in the best guests that we possibly can. And I hope I don't butcher your name, Frank. I hope I do. So I'm going to let you say it just to make sure. But we have the president of the Missouri Young Republicans on with us today. First time. Welcome First to time. Cancel This. And Frank, you can say Kenton Azaro. Kenton Zero was close. Kenton Zero. Very good. I You're know that pro. name very well. I know many, many, many Kenton You know the Kenton Zeros? They've been in St. Louis. I joke, I'm a <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, fourth generation St. Louis, and they came yes. over fresh from the boat in the uh, 1880s, came very straight nice. to St. Louis. So That's why amazing. did you want to become the president of the Missouri Young Republicans? Well, you know, Vic, I got... Eric's convinced that they don't exist like you're yeah. the only guy. It's like you're like Bigfoot. We're, we're, we're <laughs> hidden. We're locked away. <laughs> So, you know, I got involved when I was in college at the University of Missouri. I was actually a journalism major there. One of the... Uh, there the you few, go. Alum. That's right. One of the, one of the few Republicans mm-hmm. probably left at that time, and, and I graduated back in 2014. So yeah. I got involved with college Republicans, which I would say is kind of like the predecessor to the young Republican organization. Okay. Uh, college Republicans are on most of our college campuses, mm-hmm. um, along with some other now kind of turning points become kind of the, the more popular conservative-minded mm-hmm. group. Yeah. And college Republicans have kind of died out a little bit. Yep. Um, but that mission still exists, just with different organizations. So I got really involved in college, uh, volunteered on some campaigns, helped some candidates out locally. Mm-hmm. When I graduated, I came back to St. Louis, and I you know, still wanted to be involved and active in Republican politics. And I found the Young Republican Organization. 
So I actually took over our St. Louis chapter back in 2019. At that time, yeah. our membership was dwindling. Um, we weren't doing well financially. And I kind yeah. of reinvigorated, kind of reorganized, got some a good group of folks in to kind of get things going again. And we became much more active in the St. Louis area. Um, I took over our, our state federation earlier this year with kind of that same goal. Yeah. Revitalize, grow, get more young people engaged, involved throughout this whole state. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what's great about our organization is our goal is to recruit, train, elect the next generation of conservative Republican leaders. Yeah. And I'd say, you know, we have a handful, probably a handful of state senators that are young Republicans in the state of Missouri. We probably have dozens of state representatives. So they are elected. They are around. People yeah. just don't realize that. And Nick Schroer. Nick Schroer is one of them. Uh, ben Brown, who's ben a Brown. state senator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Elizabeth, she just actually aged out. Andrew Koenig is well aged out. But so now are, she's an old Republican. She's she, yeah, she's a, she's an old Republican. <laughs> what, is, what is an old Republican and a young Republican? Well, we have a uh, we have a we actually have a uh, a term for them now, and they're called legacy members. And so they can still <laughs> they be don't go to the float trips anymore. They just pay a higher due every, every year. So let me ask you this. So here's yeah. the deal. With Democrats, it's like a rave party. So they're they're the Democrats is a rave party. The young Republicans are like going to a church fish fry and see the the social the 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 young people just don't like the Republican thing. It's like stiff. I would imagine. I'm just guessing. It's stiff. It's not fun. The Democrats, they're Antifa. They're out there throwing Molotov cocktails. They're out there with transgender rainbow stuff all over the place. That's a fun organization, whether you agree with their policies or not. Conservatives are much more like Christian dating. You know, how can you guys change that? The the perception, the image of what you guys are doing. Sure. No, no. And that, that is kind of the perception that, you know, the Republican Party has in yes. general. Yes. And so what we've done is, you know, we hold monthly happy hour events. We meet up at a yes. bar or a local restaurant. Yes. And it, does it have rainbows? We're not invited because we're too old. Does it, does it, ha- <laughs> does it have uh, does it have rave music? You know, it might not be that exciting, <laughs> but you know, we'll go. To play, no, I'm serious. We'll go to oh, places like Harpo's down the street, and they're you know, not building Molotov cocktails. Eric. Right? No. But here's the deal. I'm not. I was being <laughs> not half, our members at least. But we need I, to start. I was being half serious because I think that elections from this point forward are going to be won with the young people. It right. is. I'm sorry. They Tick, will. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. These are the people that hold the the political messaging. For the next 20 years. Right. And the Republicans need to get involved somehow. And they need to, they have to young up their, they have to uh, modernize their techniques. Right. What are you guys doing to draw in people who, who want to be part of the pop culture of politics? Yeah. And and I, and I think a lot of our, a lot of Republicans, young Republicans are on those platforms. They're on TikTok. They're on TikTok. They're on Twitter. Mm -hmm. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram, but they're getting canceled or they're getting you know, how do you how do you platform. combat that? Well, we we combat that by drawing more attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of times when when folks are shadow banned or they're canceled from these platforms, um, a lot of a lot of public pressure from our side can help kind of draw more attention to that. Obviously, it's a lot harder because we're not seeing it on the other side of the aisle. Yeah. Although, if you've noticed a lot of these uh, these boycotts right now, we're seeing with brands like Target, Anheuser Busch. People are waking up and people are getting tired of, of this this woke messaging coming to them. So I do think we're kind of at a turning point right now. Yes. And I think that young people are part of that, but it's also 
you know, it's also our baby boomers. Yeah. It's all generations are just getting sick and tired of all of How that. sick and tired are they? How far, what I want to know, and I don't know en- enough young conservative people to, to know the answer to this. Do they realize that for us to win against the Democrat regime, who is a very powerful force, that it's going to take more than social media. It's going to take more than spending with your dollars. Uh, we have a literally a war to wage to win this country back. How far are, are young people willing to go to to make sure we do get our country back? Sure. And, and part of that is, is our mission as an organization is they need to be running for office. We need to get, you know, Republicans engaged, young Republicans engaged, running for office and, and at least getting out to vote yeah. at the bare minimum. Not just, is, you know, but every, that's every not second. enough anymore, Frank. It's, it's not enough anymore for us to get people to vote because they cheat. It's not enough anymore for us to uh, boycott because they don't care. We have it, we can't get our people into place because they, they cheat at the polls. They don't allow our people at the place in, into these different positions. How do we tell young people that it's time for you we failed our generation failed we allowed our country to slip away and now we have to count on the younger generation to build that back up and and right. if we continue if we wait on voting we wait on people to get in the right positions we don't have time for that our country will be destroyed we have to do something now exactly and and, and unfortunately it's not going to happen overnight but we are going to have to stand strong and make sure that we keep fighting that good fight because we know that we are on the right side of history and we will take our country back. And I do have a lot of faith in this next generation to do the right thing, to focus on the right issues, not get distracted. And I, and I pick up like- a gun, join a militia, uh, get out and, <laughs> and do and fight fire with fire because that's what we need. You know, our generation, we screwed up. We were peaceful. We did everything right. We followed the law. And then we had the Democrat rise up to power because we always think as conservatives, we have to do the right thing. Oh, we'll go out and vote. We'll yeah, but January 6th doesn't give Republicans a it, peaceful no, image. I agree. But we ha- I just worry <sighs> that we, if we don't start fighting fire with fire, we're never going to get our country we, back. We do have to match them in, in certain ways. I do still think <laughs> that the higher ground we do possess and we will overcome and we will in the end uh, prevail. How, Frank, what is, I hope you're Frank right. Frank Cantazaro, the president of the Missouri Young Republicans on with us. I'm curious, two part question. One, what are the major issues? Like two or three major issues yes. for people. You, what you're like 31, 32, right? 32. Good okay. guess. Right there. Well, I did the math. 2014 graduated Perfect. from college. With that being said, two, I'm going to break. What are the two major issues for for people in their early 30s, 20s, mm. if they care about politics at all. Yeah, and I'd say millennials, Gen Z, the biggest issue they're facing right now, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be the cost of living. It's going to be inflation. Ooh, it's yes. going to be their job prospect. You seriously hear that? I hear it from my members. I, I feel it personally. I mean, you can you can be making more money, but inflation's just going to take that so away. So now I thought it would be social issues. What well, money is before social the any social, day of the, the week? The, the social right? issues are the distraction issue that a good amount of young people are voting on. Yes. But the folks that are engaged, they're focused on the real issue, which is the economy, which is inflation, yeah. which is their bottom line at the end of the day. You and can't that's- go to a rave party with no money. That's for sure. You can't go do it. So I, my question is this. How in the world do you, do you take back that messaging of the social issues? How do you take back that messaging for the young conservatives saying, 
this is our it, i mean here's roe versus wade you just said it yourself right? roe versus wade is is pushing a lot of people to go vote that are young they don't even know if yeah. they're democrat or republican to be honest with you and unfortunately in 2022 they did say that from gen z which which is was the highest voting demographics in right. the vietnam war they did vote over, overwhelmingly based on abortion and transgender rights yes so you know we have to get that that message why is back. transgender such a big deal for that generation it is the topic of why? the day and and you know i have been asking myself the same thing why is this issue so important mm -hmm. to folks it it perplexes me just as much as it perplexes you yes and you know so what we have to do is get the message back and these issues exist to distract they want to distract from the real issues of the day um you know the the biden administration say what you will about them they're very good at getting the distraction issues out there yeah. to not focus on the poor job they're doing mm -hmm. um, in the white house so our goal is to keep that message get our candidates out there to get attention focus on the issues of the day that really matter and yeah. redirect yeah and and like i said this isn't going to happen overnight we have to get back to the core issues and we have to get candidates that are pushing that and get away from the culture yeah. wars. And who are those? Who what what happens from right now to five years from now? Or right now to the next election? What happens? We have a real opportunity in twenty twenty four to get the right candidate at the top of our ticket mm -hmm. to focus on the issues that exist. We don't need distractions. We need a candidate that's going to make sure that we focus on the economy getting this country back on track yeah. and getting economic prosperity. Why, let me ask you this. Why cannot people your age look at a, a, a state like Florida, and I think it is happening, in a state like California, mm -hmm. and see the, the juxtapositions of the two? How can Stark you, contrast. How can your, your generation or that generation, or even younger, not look and go, I'm a smart individual. Looks like the red states are doing better. I'm a red stater. I think part of the problem is indoctrination that occurs early along in a mm -hmm. lot of young people's lives through the public education system. You know, yeah. we're seeing more. When, when I was in the public education system here in St. Louis County, I had no idea what political leanings my teachers had. Really? Now, in college, I noticed it. I didn't notice it in high school or middle school mm -hmm. or even elementary. If a Ben Shapiro came to Mizzou right now, what would happen? Oh, he, oh. he actually did go to Mizzou, and, and they protested. This was they right did. after I graduated. I think he came. But that was a while ago. Yeah. He's become even more popular. It would be far worse. And they protested then. I mean, they there would be probably a riot, I imagine. At Mizzou? Well. It, possibly at Mizzou, well, possibly. But, yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I, I don't know about a riot, but there would definitely be protesting. Yeah. You can see Berkeley, California, but at Mizzou, it seems like we're way open minded. That that no, my, no, 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 we're not. I take no. it back. I digress. Unfortunately, not. Yeah, I defer. No, it wouldn't happen that way. No. So, how can people get involved, or how can they help you with what you're doing? For sure. Them? Well, I would you know say anyone between the ages of 18 and 40. Get involved with the Young Republicans. We meet monthly. You can go to our website, which is stlyrs.com. We're on Facebook at St. Louis Young Republicans. And just check out our upcoming events. We're going to have a huge barbecue in October with most of our statewide public officials. Um, it's going to be a really exciting event. Last year, we had 300 folks there. And we had Eric Schmidt. We had nice. uh, Lieutenant Governor Jay Ashcroft. Mm -hmm. So we try to get people engaged with all of their public elected officials mm -hmm. at the local state and federal level if we can. I think you should offer free puppies. Free puppies. <laughs> we'll work on that need, one. I'll add need, that to our... We need to do anything we can... Not we. The Republicans need to do <laughs> anything they can to get as many people as they can. And like Tabitha says, fight fire with fire. Because now is the time. I don't know that... I don't know what this country would look like in 28, to be honest with you. I think it might be if we continue, way gone. If we continue point. down the path we're going... 
10 years, look at what things are going to look like. And, and I absolutely, Frank, I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. People tell me all the time, well, if things are in such dire circumstances, why do we even try? We have to try. And I do agree that we do have the power. And I know it's not going to happen overnight. I know that. But I, I hope that our younger Republicans can get out of that comfort zone and understand that that there have been periods of time in this country where we have ha- had to fight a hard battle to get our country back. And I think we're heading back into another one of those times. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I do believe at some point we will be in that scenario. And, and the goal is to hopefully not be in a drastic situation like that. And mm-hmm. I do think, again, it's really going to depend on us winning the White House back yes, it and is. the Senate and, and holding the House in 2024. And I'm optimistic that we will. I, I think the American people, I think that my generation is starting to wake up and mm-hmm. realize that the other side does not have the right policy you're right. or mindset. This, that's, yeah. this is not the America that I was raised in, That I and I, I'm, I'm sure that you don't recognize it as well. No. Hey, what do not you do when you're not working with the Missouri Republicans, the young Missouri Republicans? Is this a full-time job for you? No, this or? is vol- t- totally volunteer. Okay. Yeah. So I uh, I actually work down Jefferson City. I work for State Senator Ben Brown. I'm his chief of staff. Okay. Ben's a good friend oh, of the yeah, show. He's that. been on several times. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Satchmo's is awesome, by the way. Wonderful restaurant. Yes, we we have happy hours there. <laughs> let us know. That, we'll that, yeah. we're, we're old, but I'll we'll make still sure come. you guys. I'll make sure you guys get an invite. We'd love <laughs> yeah. to have you guys sometime. Hey, Frank. We appreciate uh, you jumping in with us, Absolutely. catching up with us today. Um, Anything else you want to let anybody know about or just reminding anybody of anything? Yeah, I just urge your your listeners, your viewers to check out our organization. It, it is the St. Louis Young Republicans. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. And that's St. Louis Young Republicans. We have to support Frank you Frank Adizero, the, the president of the Young Missouri Republicans. Thanks again, bud. We appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for it's having awesome. me. It's yeah, awesome. It's good talk. I mean, it's good to catch up with somebody who's younger and it is. find and I out hope what's you, going on. I hope you come back. I was outside for a few minutes dealing with some technical issues. And I'll tell you what, when you come back, we're going to have a whole new set of topics because there are so many things I would like to ask you about, uh, things that Eric tells me. So we'll cover that the next Well, maybe what we should do, do you have a a, a, a counterpart to you? Do you know who the president of the Democratic Young Democrats is? I I would love for you to get them to come on. Do you know who they are? I'll see who the new one is, but they're usually know. uber liberal. Like they are far, as far left, like, if yeah, not of communist, green hair, <laughs> communist as can be. Wait yeah. a minute, don't, don't they wear masks on their face? They do. They still wear masks. <laughs> yeah. Is that crazy? Let's get what them you're on. Up against? Let's That's do it. Let's, I will, let's it, it's easy. I say we it do is. a debate. You would just wipe the floor with them. I would imagine. I, I would. It'd be yes. fun. I would really yeah. enjoy that. <laughs> Frank, we appreciate it, buddy. You can take off if you want to. We're good to go. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank, thank you, you so much for the time. Uh, this is cancel this cancel this show.com. We appreciate everybody who's jumped in uh, to talk with us about everything that's going on. By the way, wanted to promote um, we've got, let's see, we've got our Weed Wednesday coming up tomorrow. We've got our real estate stuff that's going on. Um, also, let's see, pretty much. And then the, the final story, just to remind everybody this boy, I've talked about a couple times 14 year old, just graduated from Santa Clara University in California, the youngest person hmm. to ever graduate from college. And then Elon Musk called him and offered him a job. He is going to work at SpaceX. Man, that would be as like... As a 14-year-old boy. That would be like 14 years old and getting the, the call to go join Nickelback as a guitar player. That used to be, remember, when people used or to join Foo NASA. Fighters. 
Foo Fighters. <laughs> Foo Fighters. I'm not just. I'm trying to put it because I'm not an intellect. It's something that you. I'm would not really an like intellect, but you have to do it in your own thing. What is it that you wanted to be when you were 14 years old? Right. You practice. You practice. You practice guitar, and then all of a sudden, boom! There's Dave Grohl on the phone. That's how it. See, I can't relate to Elon. His I name, don't have that kind of that kind of mind. His name is Chiron Kazi. Chiron Kazi. He's actually years away from legally being able to watch an R-rated movie, but he's going to be uh, taking care of some things for um, Elon. So he's going to be working with software. There's the coffee machine, kid. Don't don't screw me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So he's he's a super super uh, intelligent young kid. Um, he said that he would listen to NPR in kindergarten and try to talk to his teachers and classmates about the stories that he would hear. I love that. Um, yeah, so he took tests, which showed his intelligence was in the 99.99 percentile of the entire population in third grade. Hmm. So he just said he was always he was unchallenged by his schoolwork, his teachers, his pediatrician, and parents decided that uh, mainstream education just wasn't his path. So he accelerated his learning. Good for him. I yeah. love it. So he enrolled in community college as a young kid. I hope he doesn't grow up to be a crazy liberal. Um, we pray for him right now. There you go. Um, hey, this is cancelthiscancelthishow.com. We appreciate you guys jumping in with us today. Are we going to talk about what has happened? With what? About uh, I would is it I don't even know because you're I don't see because you're asking me live so we don't know. Just yet. say no, Vic. <laughs> I would like yes, I would like to talk about the fact that we were we we've spent so much time <laughs> but today we have and to other be days. Don't we have to, okay? We have well, to, what are we? It's already happened. What's there to be careful for now? Well, oh boy, we have to make sure we understand why though. Do we know for sure? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Okay, well, Eric, something has happened. And, you know, we talk so much about we're not censorship. On, we're not on Facebook. And about right deplatforming. Here we are in the middle of the show, and I'm, and I'm sitting here running through my brains. Hmm. What keywords did we say that hit the wrong algorithm for FB to take the show down it's today? It's on right now. Guns, violence. It's know. not on today. Um, it's, I'm looking at I it. I know you're not, but, they, but, but our comment stopped a long time ago. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Nope. Nope, they did. We've, nope, we've already we've already verified, so we don't even have to go down that path. It, why is it here in the United States? Why is it Here's here in America? Real fast. Why I'm not showing any comments since nine thirty? No. Why is it in America that we have to worry about the freedom of speech that we can't say? No, what we Jay want to Saunders say? just said I'm on Facebook. You guys just reported improperly. Uh, that's why I said just just you well, just let's, reported let's improperly. Just make, okay, I said let's just make sure because I we got to be careful about that. Stuff. We don't. I agree with you, Eric. We do have to be careful. But when <laughs> Kathy just said hello, well then I don't know what's going on. Well then, but we can't find it. But we're gonna go figure. it we out. We will figure. Can it you out can you save that? I don't know what's going on. Clint from her. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do, because I would like you to replay that a lot. Linda says hi. Because half the time, I don't know what's going on. Okay. And then we'll figure it out tomorrow. We do appreciate Yeah, because the rest of us don't see it. Yeah, Maybe it's you. That's well, even me, scarier. Maybe it's Lizzie and I. They just, just cut, do not just walk close down. to Tabitha. <laughs> don't walk close to Tabitha. I know Vic. what it is. It's her segment. Put on, your bulletproof on vest Samsung. on. Samsung. It's her TV segment. Yes. No, but did you see this that somebody posted on our Facebook Deep page? State is watching yeah. you guys. And I love this. It's a it's a it's a meme, and it says, "I like coffee, fishing, hunting, and maybe four people." Okay. Hmm. 
That's Tabitha. But that's, I, see, you're, see, you but creep people that, out for no reason. But that wouldn't apply to you, you because creep, that person. I like all the people. Trust that person me. liked a, an entire four people, and that's way too many for you. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Trust I was making, me. I said that because earlier, Jay on the comment line said, I don't like any. Zuckerberg <laughs> is not listening <laughs> to anyone. this show. He's not even up yet. Okay, well then maybe we're having some other type of technical we look, difficulty. We look forward to the I will leave it alone. When they care about us that much. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get phone calls from, from Zuckerberg. He'll say, hey, can you guys not bring up the, the COVID word? Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, what you I, just said Look it. what I just did. Oh, you boy. just said it. I, guys, I broke have, the internet. Have an awesome day. We'll get out of here. Hey, we're not set for time. We'll do it. It's the end of the show. Join us tomorrow for cancertheshow.com for Pro Joe, for Lizzie Sparks, Eric Johnson, the Tabitha Hassel. Boy, I tell you what, I thought she was I'm, having a heart attack when she ran out of this room. So did I. I was like, oh my God, someone get her some nitroglycerin. I was calling 911 and we the, gave her a nitroglycerin. The comments She's fine. Stopped. Someone get her a some kind of an EpiPen or something because she <laughs> I, is just going nuts. No, 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 no. I That's literally read I had to all jab the comments. My, I, had to jab, <laughs> I had to jab my baby with an EpiPen oh, many, my. many years ago. That You're not calling scary. Tabitha, right? right? A ba- your yeah, baby? Yeah, that's no. this baby and you just... <laughs> <laughs> On a jabber with something else. <laughs> Come on, Tab. Don't scream anymore. The sky's not falling. Go take a nap. Hey, I was I was in a panic. My comments stopped, and, and I love reading everyone's comments. Yes. All right. We love you guys. Have an awesome day. Join us for cancelthishow.com tomorrow.